Hey, Chuckles, this is Juan from Fuagata Podcast. Um, just touching base with you guys to talk to you about Anchor. This is the program I use to do all my podcasting and everything that I'm doing right now. It is an easy one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. And it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. If I can use it, you can use it. I was looking for something that was easy, that I can use in one-on-one, that I didn't need a bunch of equipment. I'm doing everything off my phone. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Yeah, amazing, right? Now, my podcast, of course, kind of covers all these different kind of subjects and everything else. But it's a great outlet for everything that I'm doing and everything I'm trying to get out and the thoughts. And right now, as a, as a comedian, especially a stand-up comedian, there's nowhere to go. So the easiest way to put stuff out has been on here, especially during the quarantine. So if you're wanting to start a podcast and even have a chance of making money while doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's get to it. Hey folks, uh, this week I, again, a little late, obviously I'm doing this like Thursday morning, putting this up, um, but yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in you guys, uh, just a little kind of seance of thinking going on today, um, it was really hard to come up and, and, and go and do a podcast with everything that's going on in this country right now with, uh, George Floyd and the, and the protests and everything else um so i kind of go into that and other things but i think it's just relative to overall thinking and everything else and uh, i'm just going to touch note on that i go through a couple of different iterations i just didn't want to re-record too many things so at the end i'll have some notes so if there's anything that you were like hey wait a minute what uh, i might have something to say there um i was doing this while i was drawing i've been just so super busy with freelance work thank god um I've been blessed with a lot of work and because of that it's like kind of hard to do all the peripheral things I, I kind of like work till failure you know like just like when you work out you just keep going until you fail and then stop and so I've been doing that a lot and what happens is I, I end up having very little juice left and uh, with uh, the shop being open now and we're doing you know 12 to 9 every day 7 days a week it's it's kind of crazy for me it's just like uh uh, I, I'm 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 pretty wasted out of gas by the, by the end of the day, and so to do a con the, to to do something like a, you know like a, a, a podcast is kind of hard. Um, but I'm happy to do it this week. I kind of was really happy with what happened, with, with how it went, and uh, I hope you guys do too. If you're listening to this, we got a little boost of everything last week. Let me know what's up in the comments, or you know, let us hit me up with a DM or anything else. All right, thanks, guys. Okay, okay, okay. All right. How is everybody this week? It seems like more and more 
every time I go to do this podcast, I feel like bigger things are happening. I was telling a friend of mine about it and how I felt like doing a podcast almost seems stupid. It's like, I don't know, like to go and be here ranting a thing about, I don't know, any idea that I have. As much as I like sharing it, it's kind of hard when just the whole world is just breaking apart like it, as it is, you know? I think it's just after a while, you just sit there going, what the fuck? And how do you go on, you know? And it's, as an artist, too, you kind of, like, hold your breath and say, okay, like, how am I going to sit here and start talking about my comic or my this when all the riots that are happening, everything that's happening with uh, Black Lives Matters and just this whole situation um, with George Floyd and everything that happened, I mean, first and foremost... What can be said, but that is not only just, it's just a black eye for humanity. That's all it comes down to. You know, that that's just a failure right there. We should all feel it. But mostly to analyze and look at how we're running our lives and say, what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing that, that something like this could happen? That such an innocent an innocent black man died. Hell, the fuck it, fuck it. Innocent, guilty, I don't care that that black man died like that. It's horrific. And I see and feel all the anger that is out there. It's like I just understand it. It's one of those things where I'm just like, yep. But. And then that where I'm trying to be like any other way. The one part where I don't agree, just because it's not in our best interest, I think, has been the looting and the violence. Now, I tell you this why. Because those people, those that you want to affect by that, that you want to hurt by doing that, want you to do that. And right there should be very cautious about your next step. Because what's happening is, seemingly, there is a narrative that's wanting to be played out here. Now, if you want to put on your aluminum uh, foil hats and come on the conspiracy train with me, I could tell you that it's easily, could easily be a type of power grab or it could just simply be a way of admonishing what is happening to belittle it to discredit it but I think it's even more insidious than that when you see these cities and how the cops are reacting where they're just plowing and hitting people and just doing all the shit that they're doing you have to wonder why? Why that much effort? What is happening that you need to do that much effort? And then I forget, it's an election year. It's a lot of things are going to happen this time around. And it doesn't look good. And I think that those that are in charge want to do everything in their power to discredit and get away from anything that can mess up the results that they want. And a lot of it is about Trump. And a lot of it is him not wanting to let go. 
I think one of his biggest fears right now is that he doesn't want to be a one-term president. Now, of course, as a registered Democrat and a liberal, I want to punch somebody in the face and the DNC for the fact of the matter that now we're dealing with Joe Biden. Joe Biden, maybe 10 years ago, could have been something. Now, I know, yeah, 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 he has a lot of shit to him. He, he's as dirty and as greasy as anybody there. Right now, the biggest, uh, what could be said, uh, critique of him right now is his age and his semen, seemingly befuddlement that's happening. I'll tell you right now, I'll take fucking Mr. Magoo over this asshole any day of the week. All right. If we could have George Bush Jr., who's fucking, you know, two steps, away, you know, a couple of chromosomes away from being normal at times, they couldn't even talk sometimes, then I think, call me crazy, we could get uh, somebody that I'd rather have fucking Mr. A bit, a bit, a bit old man in, in charge than this orange fucking idiot. Now, I don't know. This is the makings of a coup. <laughs> you know, like, part of it is like, this has all the makings of a fucking coup. When he started talking about establishing the military and putting out the... Like, you can't, constitutionally can't even fucking do that. And it goes to show that within his staff, either he's gotten to a point that even they can't fucking reel him in. Like, they don't have a fucking uh, ability to... Reel him back and be like, sir, you can't fucking say that. Because he's that much of an impossibility to work with. Or he, he, it's just no one's fucking cares. They want him to stick his foot in his mouth. Because it's just ridiculous, ridiculous shit that he's saying. And to the hurtfulness and the idiocy and the insensitivity that he's had of everybody's plight right now. I don't know. He's almost like a perfect fodder for this. He's like the perfect answer to all of this because he's just he's just lighting that fire man people are pissed people are fucking done and after everything with the coronavirus and all this other shit and now this I don't know man now with all the disparagement that's happening and going back to the whole looting violence thing I'm just saying that this is just something to play into the hands of those that are in charge make you a villain and that give them all the power so later on, when they hit you with rubber bullets, when they hit you with tear gas canisters, when they're beating the shit out of people in the fucking street, oh, it's justified. Look at how horrible ex-people are. Look how horrible these protesters are. I mean, the fact that you're fucking finding these bricks, that they're laying out bricks in certain places, I mean, right there, that should tell you what is going on. That they're leaving cop cars in certain places that get burned and shit. It's like, what the fuck is that about? Like, I almost... That's where I get it. I'm like, man, this is getting really fucking insidious. This is getting really fucking bad. That's for sure. So, that's where I'm like, I don't know. Spidey sense tingling. So, yeah. So, taking all that in. And hard to do a podcast about art. To do comedy at the moment too 
we were talking about it, and there's some jokes that we had and some things that we figured out, but I don't know. It's insane. It's crazy, like, how it is. And, and I have been super busy. I mean, as I'm talking to you guys, I don't know if I sound too far away or, I don't know, maybe, like, whatever. I'm, I, I have the, the phone on speaker and recording this because I'm currently drawing, working on a commission, and I have a bunch of work that I got to finish so you might even hear me scratching paper and putting ink down right now. But it doesn't stop me from planning and doing. You just gotta know that you, you need to adapt whenever anything like this happens. You need to be ready for whatever might come down the fucking pipeline. You never know, man. The call of revolution might be happening. But um yeah, I, I just, uh, I've been excited lately. I've been finding new outlets for my work, new ways and ideas of going forward. I'm a little sad because I have a very great situation right now because I've been able to dedicate myself to my artwork more and do more to get things out there. But um, I am kind of peeved because I am on that verge, you know, like, I see not right now, but in the foreseeable future, depending on how things pick up and everything, that I might have to go back into the workforce somewhere, and there's a good possibility that I might have to change jobs, and the shop might be going away, and, you know, this is something I don't talk about too much and anything else, but it's just like, you know, we have a lot of things going for us right now, and it's been stable, and it's been good, but as I'm looking at things, and as things are going forward, I don't see us being around for too much longer. You know, it's funny that I was celebrating five years in the last podcast of having a comic book shop, and now I'm talking to you guys about possibility of closing. But because it's a group effort, and not all of us can can do this forever. We're not in a situation where we're taking money home. And this crisis that we just went through really took its toll. It really hit us fucking hard. Just as we were celebrating five years, it's just all this hit. So I do have to consider my future and whether going forward. I really wanted to have comics in Hialeah. And it's not like it didn't bring great things for all of us. But gotta look at the reality of it and same thing for my artwork and everything now who knows a couple of months things could be way awesomer and things could be going great who knows but uh yeah it's one of the things that i'm kind of like thinking about now and saying okay what am i going to do forward going forward what, what what else now should i be thinking about you know you always have to be like that. You have to think about right now, be very present, and think about what your next step is. This is like a chess game in the long run. And think about all the possibilities, good and bad, you know? You know, when something awesome might happen, you got to be prepared for that, too. Something awesome happens is like, do you have a plan? You know, if you get a job in another country or something like that, are you ready to fucking move to another country? Are you ready to get the fuck out? You know what you're gonna do. You know where you can ask for help. You know, you know all those things. So I have some of that stuff happening right now too that I'm trying to figure out. And I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do finally because I don't know, man. 
I'm very content right now working and drawing and handling the shop and it sucks the idea of letting that go but some things need to improve some things need to be better and sometimes I think it's just it's good to have change it sucks because my brother always makes that joke that I change jobs every five fucking years but I'm like oh great I'm, all, uh, I'm due thinking about stuff right now it's kind of hard man you know there's just so many things and if you followed me on instagram you saw that i've been posting and talking to people we helped raise money for the local bail fund i'm gonna see if i put some of those links on uh the podcast notes here in miami and also in minneapolis uh, raising money for food in New York for some of the protesters. Just slew of things. Friends of mine in different places. I had a friend showing me some places I, I, I used to live at in San Francisco and now they got trashed. And I was like, holy shit. Like, it's just so surprising. Like, I don't know. Just areas I didn't think that anybody would really go after, but they did. Now, I do say that some people have been... I've gotten into a tiff or two with some people. Because I understand, man. People are fucking angry. I totally get that. I'm fucking angry, too. But then they're like, oh, fuck it. Things need to be destroyed. Things need to be burned down. I understand that, where you're coming from with that. But don't burn down my shit, dude. You know? Don't come and fucking burn down my shop. Don't burn down my fucking work. I busted my ass for it. You know, why do those people have to pay? Now, some people have that crass, stupid, uninformed fucking opinion. Being, well, you have insurance. That's not the fucking point, asshole. First off, insurance costs money, jackass. Not like insurance companies just give out money to fucking people. I don't know what, why they thought, you know. And some of those might not even touch that. So, okay. So, A, you're stupid. <laughs> you know. B, shut the fuck up. And see, that doesn't work. And in the end, what out there works in the long run using violence? Tell me how that fucking works. Other than maybe, yeah, of course, a war. And again, you don't want a fucking war. Why do you think being a scumbag asshole and breaking other people's shit is somehow gonna be good. It's gonna bring good things. When just numbers in the street chanting and showing real power and showing real unity and then nobody can blame you and say, well, they're a bunch of looters. They're just a bunch of thieves. They're a bunch of whatever the fuck. They can't do that. And now they just see a unified force. Why can't that be fucking something? Christ. I don't know. I don't know where people stand anymore. I think sometimes we're too emotional. You know? There's a part of us that wants to scream and do and attack. And it's that animal basis in us, you know? And it's not wrong. 
to a certain degree. A lot of times, there's an honesty to it, a realness. But in the end, it's not going to bring you fucking anything but more pain. And if you plan and look at the long run and do it right, you'll get everything that you wanted. Let's see how people react. Let's see how people do. I'm doing a lot of portraits lately. And I just remember, remember like stories that they used to say about my grandfather in Cuba. When he used to get up in the morning and all the ranch hands that worked around his ranch would be waiting for him outside. And when he got out there and he looked around at him, he just like, yeah, man, I got to hit this on fail. <laughs> You know, pretty much say it in Spanish, man, people are ugly, and then start working with them, you know? Sometimes I'm just like, I do all these portraits, and I'm just like, man, people are ugly. Nah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I don't think I've had anybody really ugly. It's just amazing the different facets. And when you do a portrait of somebody, you notice all the little... What's important to them? You start noticing that, you know? You see how they... What they dress, what they pose with, what they have the forefront with. And it's that subscription to ideas that's kind of amazing to me. Because you start realizing, oh, okay, this is what a person thinks is important, is classy, is... Ah, shoot. Is, yeah, I I fucked up talking to you guys. Why, Why was I talking to you guys? Why am I drawing and podcasting at the same time? I would do video my fucking my phone does every time I do a long video it turns into the biggest mission to get it off the phone, to get in a video editor, to put in, you know, the short stuff, the time lapses, whatever. But anyway. So yeah, when you're doing portraits, you start seeing again like how what people think are really important and everything else, and it's kinda hilarious. Cause Sometimes it's silly shit. You can tell people are just being silly. And you know they're not being serious. But it's also what they... The idea of something is. This is the idea of what people do in a portrait. This is what the idea of what is important. What I want to show off. I mean, obviously, nobody wants a bad portrait of them. Even if it's a photograph. So when you get stuff like that, you start looking at how they what they're purporting to be important. And it's, it's something that's funny because you start understanding, you've known that person before, how they are. And so a lot of times I look at these uh, portraits, you know, you look at family portraits and how they hold the child, how they portray themselves, how they pose, you know? You can see the high energy, the low energy, you know, when they're kind of confronting the viewer, kind of saying, here I am. The people that are comfortable with taking a photograph or having a portrait done, the people that are uncomfortable with it. And uh, everything in between. It's really hilarious. I find it really, really particular in the human condition. Because I think even animals, I wonder if animals really understand their portraits or their things. You know, like, I know that sometimes, like, reflections freak them out, but do they understand it? Do they have an ego? Like, I'm that kind of horse? Like, I'm... This is the kind of dog I am? Like, if a pug sees himself in the mirror, he's like, wait a minute. I'm not a Doberman? It's like, what the fuck am I? You know? So I like that idea of that. I wonder...
wonder how much that changes psychology for animals when you go and do that. Today I hung out with my friend Hyro, a fellow comic book artist here in Miami. We hung out here in the shop talking shit. <laughs> Went through a slew of Nicolas Cage videos just looking at his stuff. I am a vampire! I am a vampire! I am a vampire! That's just insane, that movie. I'm just talking about the new shit. I'm laughing about a couple of different things. It's good to know people that are on the same wavelength as you, you know? So that as you go forward and you're working and you're doing shit, you know, you're not crazy. (laughs) You know, it's always good to have, you know, even in the insane asylum, everybody's together, right? So you kind of want that for yourself, too. Um... I am inking with a brush now, and so I kind of pay attention to these lines. At least last week, a lot of people responded and got a couple of texts about it. People enjoyed it. No questions really for it, but you know, there was a nice little bump in uh, listenership. Is that, a, is that a word? Viewers? No. Listeners? And listeners! And uh, so that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes I do these more for me than anything else. The same thing with the blog. Because the other day I was redesigning the blog. I have some big plans that I want to do with it. Looking into my options. And um, I ended up going through some archives, just looking at shit. And I have stuff from like 05 in that fucking blog or something like that. It's like, and it's insane because I really think, I really feel like 05 happened just like the other day, the other day like... 2005, that was last year. What are you talking about? And it's not so fucking not. I forget that. So sometimes I'm just like, oh, shit. And I see where I was, where I am. And uh, it's good to have that record, you know? It's kind of like this public but very specific thing because it's these specific memories that unlock other things. And for you, you might see just a blog post and it's like, oh, you went here and you went to a museum or... You weren't traveling or, oh, okay, you, did this happen? Cool. But for me, I know, oh, that's when I went to Chicago, and there was snow, and then there was this, and then I was with my girlfriend, and she liked this, and we talked about that, and that was that crazy time, and then we had that fight, and, you know, like, all these little things come up, these linked um, ideas, and that's really important. I think that's a great thing to have for yourself. It's, it's kind of like what I've told students for years about sketchbooks, you know, like, make it your own, make it this thing that you use, you know, and that you can visit and you can remember things and say, oh, shit, that was cool. Oh, man, that was, that was something that happened, you know, I have one sketchbook from when I was like, freshman year in high school. And it's amazing the bullshit that's in there. Not only where my mind was at, but it's funny because now... You have a recording of it, right? So there's like this weird fourth dimensional internal kind of thing to it where you kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you could say it's a picture. Like I have like these collages I did and they were based on photos I took. And there's one of this girl I knew and these lockers in the background. Lockers were from this specific school I went to. And I know that moment. I remember it. Going back to that memory, 
the image might just be like, oh, that's a cute girl in front of some lockers. But then for me, it's remembering hanging out with her and talking and laughing and, you know, all these little things, these nuances, the smell of the school, where I was, what I was doing, you know, where I would travel, where would I go, what would I see? And it was so interesting and so cool, you know, it's like this... And 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 it spurs that. It's it it just spurs it. It's it's a it's a firework that kind of lights that up for yourself. And I think that's great. That's such an amazing thing. And you need to have that in your life. That's something that's really 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 important. Uh, but yeah. I, I so I, I think a blog sometimes can do that. A journal. I always, you know, now since everything's digital, it's like almost blogs would take over from a sketchbook, I would dare say, but, um, or a digital kind of way of it. But I think it's important to have something that records your thoughts because you're not that person anymore. That shit's gone. That, that, that thing happened. It happened. That's for sure. But it's gone now. So now you're this person and all you can do is go back to that and then, you know, remind yourself of what you were where you've been and how far you've traveled and I think that is like so necessary like it's such a necessary thing that it's it's amazing it's so handy you know you know you can do it with a journal and a sketchbook I remember with my sketchbooks I would just put like Articles I dug, I cut out of magazines, but you know, that was magazines back then. But even now, like, you know, you have your read later fucking option on your iPhone. If you don't want to do that, you can get, you know, various pro- programs and save those articles and save those ideas that you're doing. And, you know, I would dare say print them out and put them in your sketchbook, but I don't know, it's almost like wasteful. But if you're really going to reference it, really going to think about it. do that you have somewhere to write off of so podcasts are kind of like that too it's recording my voice hopefully i'll listen to this when i'm fucking 80 and i'll be like oh shit that's when i didn't have a robot body or something you know but um it's a good way to record the things the time and capture yourself you know and it's just funny because I, I can't. I went to do this podcast. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna let another Wednesday pass, and I don't have a podcast done. You know, like I don't. I'm doing freelance now, but I do have one job, and it's to, you know, work through and get my stuff out to people, and for people to listen and see my shit. I'm not gonna fail in that for nothing. You know, if I can't, you know, contribute for myself, then how am I gonna contribute to anybody else? So. I was like, all right, it's midnight, you're working on stuff, let's knock something out for everybody to listen to. And I was like, you know, not that bad. Maybe, I was was almost without words, that's the thing too. It's hard to go and say anything in words. There's times that I have so much to say about this, and other times I just want to be quiet. I don't want to add to the noise, you know what I'm saying? I re- if I contribute something to what's happening with the Black Lives Matter movement and what's happening now in our country, I want it to be 
it I know it won't be substantial. I don't think I'm going to be out of this world, but that it does contribute. I don't want to be making noise for the sake of noise. And that's the problem. A lot of people are out there feel the need to say something. So it feels like they're doing something. And I will tell you guys this, man. There is an amazing power that comes with shutting the fuck up. <laughs> and that comes from just, just you know what? Just help and contribute. Sometimes you just need to listen. You don't need to say anything. You don't have to walk in and be, have a speech ready. Be like, you know what I believe. You don't need that. No one fucking cares, first off. Makes you sound like an asshole. Second. And just, you know, talk to people. And listen to them. Listen to the shit that they're doing. I think that's the number one way. To make... To have someone feel equal. Is to shut the fuck up. And listen to them. Nothing more. Nothing less. So... If I guess if I were to... Have a moment where I got to say something and contribute. It would be that. For anyone that's not black, shut the fuck up and listen. Listen to the problem and then see what you can do. And that's it. Don't talk. Don't speak. Don't talk about your experience. Don't make this about you. It's about your neighbor and helping them. Getting them okay. And that's what we all are. Neighbors. So. Wow. I took the long way to get there, didn't I? But yeah, I think that's why I needed to, to have this talk with you guys. And just kind of meander. And it kind of helped to be sitting here drawing while I'm doing it. You know? I think that's where all my process is coming from. So man, maybe I'll be doing this more often. I think this is kind of cool. I mean, it sucks because like right now I just did a really bad fucking line on this drawing. I'm making something and I'm using a pen. And this line looks like shit now, but oh well. But there's so many ways that you guys can go out and help and contribute. I know some of you might be armchair activists and... Or you're just scared or you don't know who or how to go to things, you know. And if you're somebody who protests, who's out there, who's in the forefront, you know, a lot of you are shy to do things because they don't know. They don't know how to do this. If you know so much, invite them, bring them in. And if they can't, don't damn them either. If they're scared, don't they? There's other things you can do. There's petitions to sign. There are things to share. There's money to be given. There's videos that you can watch and just have them on repeat. And it helps raise money. You don't have to do a dime. You just have to put on their YouTube and keep repeating them. You know? I'm going to try to put some of that in the in the links in the recording in, in the, uh, on the podcast. But, um... That's what you guys really need to consider and, and, and go forward. And I will address this. If you are on the opposite end of this, if you believe that this is wrong and unjust and that people are overreacting and all these things, I'm going to try to be the understanding voice here. You may have people that you have said this opinion of to them, and they've been your head off about it. I will tell you this. 
you're in the wrong only because in the ways of humanity and what I think as a species we've tried to prize and I'm not saying we're always 100% on this we have always looked that the idea not so much the action or whatever of equality compassion those principles especially are something that we deem very high and just based on that don't ever have people make you afraid of caring kindness is not weakness kindness is the strongest thing you can do and this is all just about caring being kind to your fellow people and understanding where they're coming from and that there is an injustice out there that maybe, maybe is totally invisible to you. But it, it's there. It fucking exists. And if anything, every fucking night when you go to bed, if you've never experienced that, if you think all of this is, you thank whatever you pray to that you haven't felt that, what they've been feeling. That is a privileged, privileged place to be. That's where your privilege is. Because you didn't never knew any of this shit. And I hope you come around. I hope you understand. Because things are changing. One way or another. And like I always say, learn to fucking adapt. Or you're going to be taught how to adapt in a very harsh manner. In a way that you're not going to like. We're going to learn one way or another. Oh, yeah, we're going to learn one way or another. But until then, I think I like that this was one big, long rant. Hopefully, it was as good for you as it was good for me. And um, hopefully, we'll all be here next week. And you'll be listening to me, and I'll be yapping. And maybe you guys will chime in and say stuff. (laughs) You know, it'll be a nice uh, little... Little little thing, if we can all get together like that again, right? But, you know, be kind to each other, check on each other, just say hi, just make sure your neighbor's okay, see somebody kind of suffering, see any kind of tears. Man, don't be afraid to approach. That's God's work. That's why God put you here. Not for you, for everybody else. Go to them, see how you can help. And sometimes just asking helps a lot. You know, it makes people feel that other people give a shit. That does a lot. Okay? And until next week, guys, be good. Alright folks, uh, thanks for listening I'm really appreciative when you guys tune in um, I always get messages and everything else um, I had a friend, she kind of She kind of heard every, uh, this this podcast before I posted it And I'm kind of glad because she was like Oh, there's a part there that you said Like if he's guilty or not guilty Like it kind of makes sense Like okay, just to clarify I did not think George Floyd was guilty of anything or anything else I was just trying to make the point that no matter what the situation is, you know, nobody deserves to die like that. What that that was done was a huge, that was fucking murder. 
There is nothing else to it. And what all these police officers have been doing afterwards have just been ridiculously bad. But luckily, thankfully, they've all been arrested and processed and arraigned today, all four of them. It's such great news to fucking hear that some justice will be served. The fact that it took this much of us pushing to get it done tells you something. Tells you that we have ways to go. But it's something beautiful going forward. So I just wanted to clarify that just so you guys know. It wasn't like I was thinking he was guilty or anything. I I, I cried like a, a, a... Yeah, I cried pretty bad just when I saw that video of his daughter saying my daddy has changed, changed the world. I mean... I guess that must be your uncle or something. He was on top because he looked just like George Floyd. Um, and hey, look, I'm the first to say that that could be some kind of video that they kind of pushed that or said that or whatever, you know, it, propaganda, if you want to say. But either way, that's that's somebody's daughter that doesn't have her father, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I don't care who the fuck you are. You know, that that that's a that's a that's a motherfucker. You know, that's that's heavy. So. Hopefully we'll find some justice for her and all of this too, you know. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, thanks for listening to this long rant. If you want to know more or hear anything more, uh, just go to fuacata.com, F-W-A-C-A-T-A, um, and uh, fuacata on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we're good to go. All right, be good.